Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Bilqais, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday. Okay. We have one more day. Why do you sound so sad? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm relieved that it's Wednesday because we have one more day until the weekend. Yes, indeed. And we've got lots and lots in, in store right here on today's show, especially things that are happening right here in Sharjah because we're celebrating one accomplishment when it comes to tech in the healthcare because Sharjah Hospital has successfully performed 12 robotic surgeries in five days. What are the specialties of these surgeries and how are the patients doing? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. Yes, and we're also talking about $3 million Maritime Robotics Challenge. So there's going to be a challenge where you can win up to $3 million. Yes, indeed. We're also going to be talking about Google because there is some news about them blocking YouTube and Maps app for Android 2.3 users. And if you're one of those unlucky users, you may just want to stay tuned to find out how you can do a quick fix. Yes, and also we're talking about how supermarkets are going to use robots to deliver goods in China. Now, I'm not surprised that, you know, we're just getting this news now. I would suspect that China has been doing this for quite some time, but that is in the news today. Yes, indeed. In the world of apps, lots is happening as well. As we discuss iOS 15, taking the Apple Maps app to a whole other level. There is always this kind of like an argument between whether you're a big fan of Google Maps or Apple Maps. Personally, I've always hated Apple Maps, but people are saying that the iOS 15 is just giving this app a whole new look. Yes, we got a lot in store for you guys today, so keep Pulse 95 locked because we're going to be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Back in the day when we used to think of robots performing surgery, it felt like a far-fetched dream and also a far-fetched risk because a lot of people felt like we can't really trust robots to operate on human beings. But what if we could combine humans and doctors and have them collaborate on one surgery? Because this is exactly what has been happening right here in Sharjah. One Sharjah hospital has successfully performed 12 robotic surgeries in the past five years. And that hospital is actually Al-Qasimi Hospital for women and children. These surgeries were actually treating pelvic diseases using the surgical robot. And it's phenomenal to see how far they've come because this is not the first time that they've done a robotic surgery, especially in that department. But rather since February back in 2019, they've actually done over 151 of those surgeries. Yes, I mean, this remarkable achievement does, you know, underpin the success of the robotic surgery program in gynecology, which was actually developed by the Emirates Hospital you know, Health Services. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was developed in order to deepen the use of robotic surgeries and several medical specialties and even promote the use of artificial intelligence as a practical approach in health services. So, I mean, actually, I do believe, I think it was late last year, Omnia, 
we did get a doctor talk to us uh, about this robotic surgery. Absolutely. And this doctor actually shared how big of a difference does robotic surgery matter when it comes to recovery time versus the traditional forms of surgery. So a lot of the cases that were operated on were cases that needed the removal of fibroids in the uterus, uh, cases where there was severe bleeding, infertility, ovarian cysts, complex tumors. In addition to many urological, gynecological surgeries, a lot of uterine prolapse, you name it. All these surgeries were actually done very seamlessly using the robotic uh, device. What makes it easier for the patients is the recovery time. As we've heard from many doctors, patients are actually up and running after just a couple of hours from the surgery. And also the amount of blood that they lose after the surgery. It's minimized dramatically because the incision is actually a lot smaller. So the robot uh, arm actually enters to the human body and it's actually controlled by the doctor from a distance. So you're not afraid of just handing your body to the robot, but at the same time, you're getting all the perks of using robotic surgery. I mean, yeah, 100%. We're looking at robotic surgery becoming more and more, you know, in use recently, especially in the Middle East, but specifically in Sharjah and in the UAE. Hats off to all these, you know, medical professionals who are adopting the modern technology with the modern times, even in the healthcare sector. And, you know, surgery isn't very easy, right? No. You know, doctors to become surgeons, they I think they study up to 15 years mm -hmm. in total to become, you know, surgeons. So, you know, it's not easy work. And obviously, the robot isn't alone. There is, you know, a medical professional, a doctor, a surgeon, you know, supervising over the robotic arm. So, obviously, right here in Sharjah and in the UAE, you will always be in good hands, whether it's a human hand or robotic hand. <laughs> yes, indeed. And with those robotic arms, they're actually able to reach the most difficult parts of the body with high degrees of accuracy. So, not only are you making sure that the problem that you're going in to fix is actually being solved, but also you're going to get a lot better recovery time and a minimal, minimal blood mm. loss. Let us know what are your thoughts of robotic surgery and have you you gotten a robotic surgery for those of you who may think you know oh no i haven't had a robot operate on me if you've had lasik for your eyes lasik surgery you have had a robot operate on you you just have no idea about it coming up on today's show we're talking about one of the biggest robotics challenges that have been announced right here in the uae and the prizes go up to three million dollars stay tuned to find out more about it pulse 95 check this out this to all those people who refuse to change their phones regularly, I feel like that just touches upon the older generation. They have one phone, have one OS operating system. They refuse to update. They refuse to change the phone. Google is coming up with basically like uh, somewhat of an ultimatum. Mm -hmm. If you do not have any Android system above 2.3, you may just get YouTube and the Maps app blocked on your phone. I feel like that's that's a very tough one because these are two very, very frequently used apps. Yeah, but I mean, 2.3, see, when Android does something like this, and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, sh uh, you know, shy away from Apple as well. Yeah. I'm going to give both of them credit. So when they do start blocking apps or blocking services for certain, you know, softwares or you know ios's or os's or whatever you want to call it yeah it is because obviously the os cannot handle the new updates for that phone 100 percent. and we are in 2020 
One, mm. Apple recently discontinued updates for the iPhone 5. Which and was six, I believe. Which was all the way back in 2014. So, I mean, you kind of have a problem if you're using a seven-year-old phone, even if it works perfectly fine, right? Technology is changing day by day. And I'm going to give you a quick, 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 you know, example of how technology is changing day by day. I have a gaming computer. I'm talking about a computer right now, not a phone, yeah. right? Just to put it in, the, in you know, in perspective. Mm. I have a gaming computer and I have one of the best graphic cards on the market. A GTX 1660 Ti, okay? Big words. It is, Anyways, it is one of the best graphics cards on the market. Last night, I downloaded a brand new game, mm. and I had some visual problems. Whoa. And I bought my graphics card last year. Oh, so, God. So, again, you cannot say that, hey, no, they're, they're taking advantage of us. Technology is advancing each and every day. And, you know, you cannot blame anyone because developers want to give, number one, the best quality, the best user interference, user experience. And to do that, they will need to utilize, you know, the full potential of each phone. And they can't do it with... Android 2.3. Yes. Security is also a big marker when it comes to using your phone. If it's not secure to use certain apps, then the operating system will protect you by blocking them altogether. So the reason why Android is actually blocking the usage of Gmail, YouTube, Google Maps, you know, the Play Store, many, many services is because you won't be secure if you have an Android 2.3.7 or lower using those apps. So basically, all you're going to have to do is to simply update your phone. Because if you don't, then every time you want to open those apps, it's going to ask you to log in by using your username and password. And you're always going to get an error, even if you log it in correctly. Now, Google is also urging a lot of users to upgrade their devices to a more decent version so that they can go ahead and enjoy the benefits of using those apps with a faster yeah. operating system. Uh, the Android 2.3 is actually codenamed Gingerbread. So it was launched back in 2010 and it's running on a very small portion of phones because a lot of apps have actually blocked the usage or you can't just use many apps if you have the Android 2.3. So just using Android 3.0, that's also a very old version, but at least it's going to give you full accessibility to all of Google services very seamlessly. The move is going to affect millions of devices. The most notable of all of them is the Samsung Galaxy S and the Samsung Galaxy S2. So if you have an Android 2.1, 2.3.1, which is known as Gingerbread, just go ahead and update your phone. Yes, it's pretty quick and simple. Do update your phone. Again, you know, a lot of people, they like to twist the agenda <laughs> of every single... Yeah, I mean, yeah, Apple, Sometimes it's just laziness, I feel like. I mean, Apple, yeah, sometimes they, they, they you know, they say, hey, we're not going to be supporting 1, 2, 3, maybe because they want you to upgrade yeah. to the latest iPhone. But at the same time, you know, people want to make a fuss about, about everything. If you want to enjoy, you know, the full potential of each application, you do need to have a newer phone. And to have a newer phone, you need to have a newer iOS, etc., it's a, you know, it's a circle in general. But let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Video. Do you have an Android 2.3? And if you do, how is your life with all this slowness? Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95.
ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about China. I feel like, you know... It's been a while. It, it has been a while. I mean, a couple of days ago, we did talk about, you know, China doing cryptocurrency, banning the use of cryptocurrency, and, you know, Bitcoin plummeting to the ground. But, I mean, we're talking about, you know, good and happy news today, ladies and gentlemen, and how a supermarket is going to use robots to deliver goods in China. Now, Chinese e-commerce giant JD.com does say its self-driving delivery will soon be rolled out on a large scale across the country. Now, what does this actually mean, having robots deliver to your doorstep? Would it be weird? Is it going to be a contactless delivery? Are they going to call you? Because, you know, some carriers right here in the UAE, mm -hmm. you know, they will call you and leave you a message, say, hey, I dropped one, two, three at your doorstep. Are you home? Go get it. And, you know, sometimes they'll ring the doorbell and you'll pay or whatever. So is it going to be cash on delivery? Is it going to be, you know, uh, through an e-payment? You know, there's a lot of things that question me. Or, and, you know, is it going to be like how Amazon used to do it with the drones, the mm, last mile? That's a good one because we've seen a lot of drama happening when whenever they started rolling out those robots that can basically deliver, just like you've mentioned, last mile delivery. They deliver it up to your doorstep. People were worried about privacy. Many people felt like it's going to be basically spying on us at some points. Maybe even the safety of the packages. Although I feel like you're much better off using robots to deliver your packages rather than human beings mm -hmm. don't you think i mean <sighs> what if you get a wrong item oh right <laughs> hello sir i don't know what you're talking about this is the correct item but even with an amazon let's say delivery guy you can't tell him i got the wrong item he'll just drop it off and tell you i'll pick it up and send it back to the back to amazon mm. i mean yeah but uh, again you know we're talking about supermarket. We're not talking about Amazon, right? True. Supermarket, we're talking about produce, you know, fresh yeah. things, bananas, tomatoes, food. You know, you don't want to have like uh, a banana that you don't want in your house for a <laughs> month. And then again, they have to throw it away because again, because no one is, I mean, ethically, you wouldn't want to resell a banana that's been in someone's kitchen. True. And a lot of supermarkets actually in China have actually implemented this during the pandemic. And now that we are uh, easily navigating through this pandemic, they're still continuing to use it. So let's say you just order certain things from the supermarket. You place your order. After that, the supermarket staff will basically scan that order for you, place it in bags and place the bags inside the, inside the self-driving vehicle. Then the self-driving vehicle will get itself right in front of your house and then give you a call for you to just simply go ahead and pick them up. And to pick it up, you do have to enter a little bit of a code. So they'll send you what is similar to like an OTP so that you can go ahead and unlock that vehicle. More than 200 self-driving vehicles across cities in China have been using this technology. And many people have actually stated that it's even faster than having regular employees drop off your groceries. There are also plans to have a thousand of those vehicles available and functioning by the end of 2021. I'm wondering how, if this were to be implemented right here in the UAE, we do have something similar, like let's say car for now or even charge a co-op you can either place your order on whatsapp and go pick it up at a drive-thru or even just have it delivered straight to your home but if you had a self-driving car doing it 
would you be more inclined or less inclined to order online? I mean, at this point in time, we have so much of an ease and ease of access. I don't really care who brings me my things, <laughs> right? I mean, as it, long as I get them. A, if it's a dog, if it's a cat, if it's a robot, at this point, I don't really care because if I get my ice cream and my chocolates. I, I'm good. <laughs> I order off Amazon sometimes at 1 a.m. and at 12 p.m. I have the item. So it doesn't True. really matter to me anymore. And most of the time, you know, I'm not going to tell, okay, well, you guys don't know where I live, but they'll leave it at my door, yeah. right? Because I won't be home. So, you yeah. know, who cares? <laughs> I mean, we care, obviously, but at this point in time, it, it doesn't really matter. Because but then with this, you cannot have them leave it at your door. You need to enter an OTP to receive, to go ahead and get them out of the car. I mean, maybe for high-valued items, you would roll out the robots. Mm. But at the same time, you know, I got like... Probably like hit the robot. Say, hey, give me my stuff. Give me, give, no, not me, myself stealing <laughs> stuff, right? I don't know, man. I think I think you know China might be doing it, you know, because you know, uh, amid the pandemic, you know, mm. less contact, you know, human contact, contact also they have delivery. A, a large population. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of people, but I mean, I I, I think yes. Okay, robot delivery maybe in China would be very valuable because yeah. you know how many you know delivery guys are you gonna higher mm. right when it's robots you just make them <laughs> like oh we're, we're on a shortage <laughs> hey bob make me 10 more delivery robots bob the robot no bob is the guy who makes the robots oh the engineer okay yeah. okay what if you don't want it you just fire it there's put no it fire on, i just put, put it, it in a melting yeah. pot <laughs> you know i refine everything where are the ethics of using it's a robot. robot it has no feelings there are ethics to using it just because I'm I'm melting it, I'm recycling on. it. I'm recycling real, a robot. For real, you don't feel like they should have ethics? There's I'm recycling a robot. You a don't robot. you recycle your car? We're gonna get into an argument. Is it, don't right you now. go to a junkyard? <laughs> don't 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 some people call their car he you and she. You can repurpose their robot. You don't have to get rid of them or put them in a melting pot. You're recycling them for use of another robot. Reuse them. Yeah, it's like reincarnation, but for robots. Oh my god. Do you feel like we should treat robots in a certain way? Or it doesn't matter? I mean, it's a delivery robot. What am I going to scream at it? It doesn't, doesn't understand that I'm screaming at it. I feel like a lot of robot feelings are hurt at the moment. Um, I'm the last one to talk, though, because I don't speak the best to let's say Siri or Alexa you name it a lot of people get frustrated at them and sometimes they feel like they deserve it they're they can be a bit slow I mean <laughs> at I, times. I yell at my uh, my uh, what's it called what the smart service banker Ava yeah I yell at Ava? her I yell at her all the time Ava is, is a whole other story I feel like everyone yells at Ava yeah um, I want to speak to a representative now 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 I just keep saying now 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 until she doesn't understand what I'm saying then oh she, life hack Life hack. Um, coming up on today's show, we're talking about how you can elevate your experience on Apple Maps. They have been getting a new look with the iOS 15 that we're going to be sharing all the features about in just a few moments. Pulse 95. Pulse, Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. I have. <laughs> 
exciting times tonight. Today, tonight, actually, not tonight. I have a very, very important question. Mm-hmm. Are you a Google Maps type of guy or an Apple Maps type of guy? And this is not just for guys, for anyone. 4215, do it is a lot. Let us know because I'm very curious about this. Now, mm. in the United States of Amritia, right, they like to use Apple Maps. Yeah. They don't like to use Google Maps. Okay. In our part of the world, we like to use Google Maps. And I'll tell you why. Maybe mm. because Google, Apple Maps isn't as sophisticated mm. and isn't as, you know, Devilous. precise mm. as Google Maps has in the Arab world and other parts of the world. Now, even though I say that, right, yeah. Google Ma- Apple Maps is, you know, upgrading. And at one point in time, I used Apple Maps once on my walk. Mm. Because I can have it integrated with my Apple Watch. I was just going to ask you about this. Okay. Yeah, just to test it out. It was pretty, it was all right. But I I like my Google Maps. But Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about iOS 15 and how it has elevated Apple Maps with 3D graphics. Yes, indeed. Now, I was actually having a conversation with uh, our own videographer, Gabby Manduri. And he was actually saying that... Apple Maps is a whole other world. Like he literally said, leave Google Maps because with iOS 15, Apple Maps is getting a whole new look. First change that Apple Maps has basically brought to users ever since it got updated with iOS 15 has been the turn by turn directions. So usually when Apple Maps gives you turn by turn directions, you are gonna be getting much more precise directions. So it'll tell you turn right into stoplights or maybe even use like landmarks as a reference. So this is becoming a lot more precise when you're using your phone. You may not even have to look at the map itself because you can just follow by listening to it. When you start using Apple Maps in iOS 15, you're also going to be getting a much better look at the the surroundings, you know. For example, if there are accidents, it will notify you. If there are traffic jams or constructions, it will also notify you to avoid this road. They're also going to be launching a new 3D model versus the typical 2D map transitions that we had in the past. So you can see exactly where to go and where every road leads to. They also have transit and search improvements coming to Apple Maps in the iOS 15. <sighs> What's wrong? I don't like Apple Maps. I was trying it right now <laughs> as we were uh, speaking on the air and I was mm. looking at things. Now, I don't like Apple Maps maybe because it doesn't cater to what I want out of a map. Now, on Google Maps, you can, you know, uh, say if you want tolls or not, look at different directions, see real-time traffic, etc., etc., etc. But with Apple Maps, maybe just our region, and it's too simple for me. You know, with Apple Maps, with Apple Maps, it just feels like, yeah, here's your way there. Salam alaikum, alaikum salam. But with mm. Google Maps, it will give you, you know. A very descriptive of your surroundings as well. They're bringing that. They are bringing that, but I feel like it's what you're used to, mm. right? And also, what something, I, yeah, yeah some, something else that I like with uh, Google, Google Maps, Maps. Mm. is that because they use the search engine of Google, you can literally type in anything and you will find it. I don't know which search engine Apple uses. Safari, I believe. Safari is Saf- you, comp- you cannot compare Safari to Google as Google is the top. I agree with you on that one. Now, what I've also heard is that with using Apple Maps, you can also integrate it on your Apple Watch and it may even give you haptic s- 
kind of haptic notifications. Yeah, it just so, did right now. Yeah, it'll nudge you to the left so that you can turn left. It will nudge um, on the right to turn you right, which I think is actually pretty neat because Google Maps can't do that when you think about it. It's not integrated. Yeah, but... No, uh, still doesn't yeah. win you? <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not my cup of tea. As they say, hmm. but I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Google Map, you know. Uh, I'm willing to try it out. I think, I think we just need to give it a chance. We will give Do it a chance. Do you have iOS 15 downloaded? Not yet. Not yet. See, yeah. we can't judge too far. It's we're not fast. judging too far. I mean, uh, again, we're just looking at it, you know the bigger picture. I saw screenshots of it, and I did see a review yeah. on YouTube about it a couple of uh, days ago. I mean, it was all right, but again, I feel like it does cater to the western side of the world, not ours. Let us know what are your thoughts. 4215, do it or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. This wraps up today's show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for lending us your ears for this hour. Coming up is a very exciting show as well, all about mental health, physical well-being, and the world of sports. The Halftime Show with Omar Duri is going to be kicking off in just a few moments. You can catch us again, same time, same place tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. Only here on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95.